I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we're going to talk about yet another of our favorite topics, which is... Listening. What? <laughs> listening. Right, listening. Uh, and we really like this one because it's really changed a lot for us to be able to listen to each other and really pay attention to what the person meant to say um, and have compassion rather than have, having reaction. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for us that has, has worked really well in our relationship and our relationship with other people is to not make assumptions about what the other person was trying to say and to really give them the benefit of the doubt. And that's the thing that I think often we are so caught up in our response that we don't really pay attention to what the person really said or mm -hmm. meant to say. And so often in so many relationships, all kinds of relationships, yeah. people have huge reactions and it's not what the person meant at all. Yeah. And so they get upset, really upset about things. And then, you know, they, they come at the other person. The other person is like, that's not at all what I meant. And so it, it's this whole like huge situation that ends up happening and like conflict that happens and like because one person is so upset by what this the other person said and the other person's like i don't know why you're so angry at me that's not what i meant at all yeah. you know and so it, it's not that's that's a really uncomfortable situation to be in when there's that much misunderstanding going on um because some people can have really big reactions to things and if they're interpreting interpret interpreting what someone said as like incredibly bad then their reaction is gonna be like large yeah i had a teacher setting. once that that taught me to have my response be neutral to most things mm -hmm. um and that that you want to not be super angry and not be super hurt just have a neutral reaction and then figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the, one of the important things is to pay attention to whether you're interrupting other people a lot or whether you're getting interrupted a lot. And we talked about this in another episode where you know you can have that bantering thing, but suddenly um, one person wants to be heard more. And so that interrupting bantering thing, because ban and bantering and, and the interrupting kind of, like kind of have it, just having fun and everybody's yeah. talking at once and all that. And I grew up in a family like that. And my aunt used to raise her hand to get to um, have an opportunity to speak. And uh, I think the thing that we have really noticed is to be able to give each other space to um, have a response and not to interrupt in the middle of it. And, and sometimes we're, we're talking fast and loud and, you know, we, we do that same kind of thing too. But if there's things where we really want to be heard or we know the other person really wants to be heard, that there's really... Um, a, a, a concerted effort to make sure not to interrupt. And one of the things that, you know, I've, I've said has helped me when she was in her teenage years is to actually sit with my hand on my face covering my mouth. And that just reminded me not to speak until she was complete with what she really needed to say. Because it's so easy, I think, particularly in relationships with um, certain kinds of people, it might, might be romantic partners, it might be parent-child, mm -hmm. uh, and certainly in some friends, friendships, it's it's so easy to um, 
feel hurt feelings or to think you know where it's going and and try to finish the other person's person's sentence and a lot of times people are not getting to fully express themselves and that's, that's such a beautiful thing to allow people to fully express themselves and some of us think through what it is we need to say by saying it out loud some people think it all through in their head and it comes out as if they'd rehearsed it and some of us have to talk it out until we get to the place where we really feel like we um, have expressed what we really wanted to express. Yeah, uh, we we both do the whole talking out thing. Also, but I like also sometimes think out in my head, but then parts of it will come out like through speaking. So it's kind of funny. Like I'll have like a weird inside my head, outside my head conversation with myself. <laughs> Um, but that's just cause that's kind of how I, my brain works and how it's easiest for me to work through things. If there's some out loud expression and then quiet contemplating. So, yeah, exactly. So the number one thing is for you to pay attention to where you're interrupting other people and where you are getting interrupted and to speak up for yourself. If you feel like you're getting interrupted all the time and nobody's ever letting you complete a, a thought, then ask for what you want because mm -hmm. other people might think you like the way it is just fine and they have no idea they're not tuned into your expressions they're not tuned into your energy they don't have any clue and so you can't expect people to, to know something to be a mind reader so if you are in a relationship or with friends who are interrupting you all the time ask for help say you know what I realize I'm feeling a little bit frustrated because I get interrupted a lot of my life so I would like to practice how to have other people really listen to me. Will you help me with that? It's not that complicated. No. Nothing we talk about here is rocket science. And what we're talking about here are certain behaviors that practice over time, increase the happiness in your relationships and the happiness inside yourself. Yeah. So, so the next thing is listening to understand and to really hear what the other person's saying and not to formulate your response. Yes. as. As we just said, you know, it's important that while you're listening, not you're not trying to figure out what you can respond to, like take a thing and like, oh, I can say something about that. Um, but listening to really comprehend what they're saying, what they're feeling. Um, so you're not so when you do, you know, because you, you are going to respond in some way, but um, but in responding that you're responding to what you've come to understand not necessarily like what they've said and bringing it like back to yourself to be like oh so you're feeling this are you feeling this like more responding to question and make sure that you continue to understand is what i would say yeah and the, and the interesting thing is when we do these we uh podcasts we do them unscripted and so we make um, a list that we have on a whiteboard behind the camera that just tells us the, the few points we want to make but while she's speaking, sometimes I find myself uh, not listening as much as I could and thinking, well, what am I going to say after that? And I do that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so what I really learned to do is just stay in the moment with mm -hmm. it and that I don't have to be perfect, number one. Yeah, no. And so my response doesn't have to even follow what she did. I can change the topic. I can go somewhere else. And so I'm really practicing even in our relationship and even doing the, this work together that staying in the moment and staying present and really hearing what you're saying and, and, and um, getting to have your experience of what you're sharing. Yeah. And that really makes a big difference. Then the, the next thing is when it comes time to respond, come from a place of love and compassion and not from a reaction and ask clarifying questions. If your feelings are a little hurt, 
say, you know, I need to clarify something here because I'm feeling a little hurt or I'm feeling a little angry, whatever it is. And I just need to understand a little bit better what you meant by and ask questions and um, ask for help understanding and really hearing the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's important to when listening to because you're listening to understand to you you might come up with a realization of like oh you like i didn't realize that you had felt this way because you sat there and listened instead of trying to respond and then it's also oh i didn't realize that you felt that way if you feel that way again can you please let me know next time so you could also do something like that if if you they mentioned that, that you you said something to them that really upset them you're like Oh, I didn't mean that to happen at all, you know, and then just if that comes up again, or if I do something like say something like that, that doesn't say, please let me know, um, right then and there. So I can, so I'm like, Oh, so I can change, you know, what I said, or, um, make sure I don't say something like that, that again. So a lot of what can happen is that people like to stew. Something will be said to them or something um, is done and it's upsetting or it frustrates them or whatever. And most of the time people don't say anything about it. And so they end up just sitting there and stewing, um, which means when they do end up talking to someone else, a lot what can happen is that even their expl explanation of what's going on for them could actually come from more of a place of frustration or anger because they just sat with it in themselves for a, for a while. Um, and so what that can also happen is then um, with the other person, it's like, then they're like, oh, you've been upset at me for like this long <laughs> and you didn't say anything, which can also frustrate the other person. So it's important that if you are feeling upset to try and communicate that as, as quickly as you can after you've understood what caused you to get frustrated or angry or upset or whatever it may be to be able to come to that person and be, hey, I just wanted to let you know, you don't have to like go into a long explanation of just, hey, I wanted to let you know that this was kind of upsetting um, to me. Would, could you maybe not do that again? And like something like that so that the other person can know because the longer you wait for to say something like that, the more, um, then it's like, because your behavior will probably change around that person and then the person will start to notice and then they'll go in a spiral of thinking because if you don't communicate. Really, everything comes down, <laughs> again, to just communicating. <laughs> um, so, but that's that's the other thing is that you, you also don't wanna make sure, you want to make sure that you're not stewing on this problem for a while because the more you stew, the other small things will start adding to the pot. And so it may be at a point when you do like want to talk to someone that there's other things that you're frustrated about that are also coming to the conversation as well. Yeah, so. totally. Totally. And that reminds me of, of one of the other points we wanted to make about timing. Yeah. That, you know, being able to be sure that the timing of an important conversation is mm -hmm. such that the other person has the wherewithal to uh, really uh, be present and listen, and you have the wherewithal to be totally focused. Um, sometimes in, in my career, I've done sales calls and people would, these are really deep transformational calls that I do with people and uh, helping them see whether or not the, the company I'm representing is, is going to have the solution for what they need. And sometimes people would take the call while they were driving or while they were, you know, taking care of their kids or whatever. And I'd say, we need to reschedule because clearly you don't have the ability to be present in the way you need to be for this kind of conversation. Same thing in coaching calls I've done. People would, um, and it would be a planned drive. Oh yeah, I'll talk to you then because I'll be driving. No, we're not gonna do your coaching call while you're driving in traffic. 
um, that that's not the way this works and and that yeah. doesn't give you the ability to give me the focus and attention to share where you're coming from and it doesn't give me the ability to feel like I've got your attention and, and can really go deep with the things we need to go deep about and and so that that's one of the things the other is if you feel like there's something important to talk about like you've been stewing about it and all of that you know don't bring it up right before bed uh, unless that's how you process in your relationship you know some people do that they mm -hmm. process whatever needs to be processed in the relationship before they go to sleep but if it's not the way you normally process don't do that don't do it as you're walking out the door um, and don't leave like little hints like we need to have a talk because who doesn't go nuts with that kind of announcement <laughs> I hate those. I hate that phrase. Anytime, no matter how someone says it, like, oh, we need to talk. I'm like, you, you can't just say, oh, we need to talk because it's a need to like, oh, <laughs> what, what's wrong? Like if a reaction immediately happens with that because the connotation of that phrase is just bad things are going to be said. Exactly. So, and, and not everybody means to do that. No. They don't mean it to be bad news or, or even be a big problem. It's like, um, hey, can we talk tonight? period, then you're like, about what? Yeah, you start <laughs> thinking about it. Like, and then... Yeah, is there something wrong? Oh, no, no, I just want to talk about vacation next summer. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so if so, it's also good to like give a little bit, just just explain a little of what you want to talk yeah. about, just yeah. so then the other person isn't like, <gasps> because yeah, that will happen. <laughs> would tonight be a good night for us to talk about our summer plans? I was thinking after dinner, yeah. Um, around eight o'clock tonight, um, you know, rather than watch a show, let, let's like have a focused conversation about yeah. what we want to do. Uh, and then if there is something that's, that's deep that you want to talk about, you know, I, I that, that's a tricky one. I, I really encourage you to figure out a way to just spend some time together and figure out if it can like come out in an organic way um, rather than say, I want to talk about the fact that you never listen to me and you're always leaving me alone and uh, I'm really unhappy well that's not going to go very well you know so being able to just spend some time together and and first find some things that you appreciate about each other and this is not just for romantic relationship this is parent-child yeah. relationship this is friend relationships this is all kinds of things um and there, there's uh, abraham hicks called it a, a rampage of appreciation that you mm. can do in a relationship where, like you, where you just say as much as you can that you love about the other person before you deal with anything else and and often the other thing that's been such a big deal, it has less sting to it, both for you saying it and for the other person receiving it. So pay attention to the timing of things and, yeah. and figure out, you know, a way to have those conversations. I know people who would have conversations in their relationship about money every single week. That's what they did on Saturday mornings. They looked at how, what they were spending. They looked what they were bringing in and they um, adjusted for the following week. You know, are we on track for the for the saving we wanted to have? Are we on track for buying that car we wanted to buy next year? And um, that that really worked for them to have a regular time to do that. There are people I know who get their kids up and dressed and then they um, lay in bed naked together. And the kids get, that's their 30 minutes of TV. They don't get any other uh, TV um, during the day, but they get that 30 minutes of the, the TV. While the parents are just appreciating each other, it's not having sex, it's not that kind of stuff, it's just having time together that feels really vulnerable and connected. So the, the thing is, there's no one way to do any of these things, but pay attention to where you feel like in your relationships or in your, uh, in your relationships, whatever kind they are, you're, you're just feeling like you're not having that time to um, have a, a deeper conversation. 
So there's a small group of friends I hang out with uh, during the, the pandemic quarantining. And occasionally, even with that um, super small group of people, I will uh, want to have some time just with individual people because it's different. You know, the dynamic yeah. is so different to um, have all your time always in a group. And so occasionally I like to have a little bit of alone time with uh, various people to just feel like we have a different connection and um, our connection uh, deepens one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Cause intimacy is different in a small group than it is one-to-one. -one. Yeah, like exactly like I have the, the same thing. Like when I was actually able to hang out with my friends before mm -hmm. the pandemic, um, that, you know, it was, it was a very different, um, uh, sort of dynamic with when all of us were together and so I found that there were certain combinations where it was just it was easier to sort of connect with my other friends if they weren't necessarily together just because they bond over other things than the way that I bond with the them kind of deal so it's just it's just noticing that and being aware of it and not being like upset by anything it's just like oh that's how they bond with each other cool, I'll expect that this is sort of going to be how our dynamic is when I'm with them. And then when they're, when I'm not with the two of them together or three of them together, and then instead I get to be with like one-on-one -on -one individually, that it's, it's just a different sort of dynamic and there's different things that we can talk about, but that's just because people are different um, and how they want to connect are going to be different. So again, like along with the timing is also, have you had a conversation about whether or not your friend wants to be, uh, or, you know, your partner, or whatever, wants to have more of that intimate, deeper conversations, because if you want to dive deeper and the other person doesn't, then, you know, that's kind of like, okay, well, maybe then you need to reevaluate your relationship. Well, so, or maybe you just need to respect where they are. Exactly. When my mom was dying, I really wanted to have those deep conversations about end of life. And we knew it was end of life. And she didn't want to have them with me. She would have them with my minister, but she didn't want to have them with me. Interesting. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it was interesting because she had come to live with me for her last year of her life. And uh, I remember feeling like I really wanted to have more of those conversations. I had a few, especially in, in the, um, the later days. But um, I was thinking she wasn't having them. And the minister said, oh, no, we're having them. I'm like, oh, okay. Just not with me. And I had to accept that that's not yeah. uh, where she was and what she wanted to do with me. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, now having um, a child uh, who's much older, I can totally appreciate uh, not being able to hold it together, you know, to have those conversations with you, you know, to feel like I, I could, um, I think probably we would have those deep conversations, but I can appreciate how hard it would be to feel like I'm having those final conversations um, with, with somebody who's been in my life for, for their whole lives and who means that much to me in that way. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, pay attention to you know what people are available for, what they have the capacity for, um, and what they have the interest in. And as we've said before, you know, certain friend groups we have are just very light, bantery, kind of fun yeah. relationships, and others have both, and others are just deep, intense conversations. And I like it all. Uh, and I, what I had to learn was not to try to get everything from everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the deep people, they're not as light and fun and frivolous in, in the way they relate. And that's okay. I don't need them to be different than they are. They like themselves that way and um, they certainly bring something to my life in that way. Yeah. So I think there were just a couple more things we wanted to talk about. One was really being clear when somebody just needs to vent. Yes. Yes, because that can, that can be confusing if someone, because 
with venting a lot of the time some people like a lot of the times advice will usually follow a venting because you because venting often means complaining you know you're just sort of you're wanting to unleash some happy feelings and thoughts right <laughs> that's generally what venting means because you're frustrated by something and you just want to let it all out um but it's also important that sometimes people just solely just want to unload and like it's important and this can also go this also goes back to timing because it's important to clarify if you want advice after you unload or if the other person can handle your unload because maybe they're just like i don't have the capacity for that right now like i've also had a very stressful day or like i'm just i don't have the wherewithal to sort of like listen to you in the way that you need someone to listen and just to nod to be like oh man that sucks bro you know that kind of deal yeah um so timing is important with that and also just check in you know and see if like you know can, can i vent and if someone wants to vent to you be like it, also check in if do you want any advice or you just want me to listen to you yeah exactly you know and and i love what you just said about checking with the other person to see if they're available for it and rather than just vomiting on them um i certainly have had that happen many times in my life i, I have this this openness that um, I'll be sitting places and people will just tell me their life story strangers that I've never met before and um, I had to learn to turn off some of that if I didn't want to have that uh, to receive that because people don't have a good trigger um, control of their trigger to share in some cases so uh, that's one of the things I you know I invite you to like check in like do, with yourself do you have the capacity to listen if somebody wants to do that um, without giving them advice if they don't want it um, and and Pay attention to how often you're unloading about the same topic over and over again without yeah. making any changes. And I, I've had friends like that that I had to limit the time I could spend with them and people that I, I really been very close to and really enjoyed. But every single time we were together, they were just venting, venting, venting without asking if it would work for me. But sometimes with certain people, they would you would think they weren't going to take a breath because they were afraid if they took a breath, then maybe I would ask a question or I might say something and they would ha have to stop venting. But it would be about the same exact thing every single time. And they would make a decision, supposedly, during the time they were venting. Okay, I, I, thanks for listening. I'm going to do this. And then the next time, it would be the exact same thing. So pay attention to yourself. If you're doing that, pay attention to what you're resisting. Are you resisting making a decision? Are you resisting improving your life? Mm -hmm. Are you uh, resisting being happier? You know, if you are constantly venting about the same thing, check in and see what it is that you need. Like, are you feeling like you are unsupported? You know, really yeah. get clear on what it is that is uh, is going on for you. Hmm. Yeah. Then the final thing we were just going to talk about uh, just a minute about is patience. Yes. So uh, patience with other people, patience with yourself. Um, and it, cause it relates to sometimes, um, people might need some more time to like work out what they need to say or what they want to say or what they're feeling. And, um, and that how, how the time that they need may be different from the time that you need. So you may be ready to have that, that conversation about like whatever needs to happen. And then they're like, no, I'm still not ready. And so you're like, but, but I am, but I am, you know, like I want to talk about it now. And they're like, no, I still need some more time. So it's like a sense of patience of being able to, you know, come together when you're both ready to also within a conversation as well of letting someone work through what they need to say, even if it takes a little while. Um, 
because some people need, again, uh, need more time to work through what they're feeling or what they're, what they want to say, like as they're saying it. And so they, they could take longer than you who maybe like thinks everything in your head. And so you're like, I know what I'm going to say like right now. Um, so, <laughs> so there's, there's just like a, uh, it's good to have patience when dealing with other people <laughs> and wanting to speak with other people. Cause every when is going to come at the conversation differently. Their timeline for when they're ready to have a conversation is going to be different. Um, what they, the time they like it takes for them to get to a certain level in a relationship is going to be different. So it's really good to just sort of feel out where, again, communicate, ask questions about where they are and where um, they sort of see that their timeline is so that you both have an understanding of where you're at so that you're not feeling impatient or trying to push someone to go somewhere um, or move things faster than they want to, you know, be moving. Yeah. And remember people have short attention spans for the most part, you yeah. know, especially in American culture, we've gone down to what a 10 or 20 second attention span. Like you got to capture us or we're not going to keep listening. Um, so pay attention to where you are not being patient and, and lengthening your attention span so you can be present and listen. Uh, and if you are feeling like the other person doesn't have the time or the capacity to listen to you, why are you trying to get your needs met by that person? Yeah. Is it something that has to be worked out in that relationship? Is it possible to work it out in that relationship? Or is it something that you need to let go of and, and acknowledge who they are? I have friends that I love and they are not the people I'm having deep conversations with. They, I really enjoy them. I have a really great time with them, but I'm just not going to that deep place because that's not their um, comfort zone. Yeah. And, and I'm okay accepting where people are because what we've always talked about is you've got to have a strong inside of you and you have to have a strong internal reserve. So you're not trying to get your needs met by other people. And so for me, I, I'm always working on strengthening my reserve and strengthening my own self-love and confidence and, and presence and ability to connect without trying to get something from other people. Now, that said, I am not going to have in my inner circle people who don't have the capacity to listen and to be present. Um, so and in a little bit outer circle, those people are great. But in that inner inner circle, um, I don't want to hang around a whole lot with people who don't have that capacity to be um, deeply connected and, and listen when that's uh, appropriate. And who hear me when I say I don't feel heard and um, are willing to say, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to do that. Let's let's go back and and, and fix that. Um, and I just want to give that caveat one more time. But if you're the person who's always creating a drama, if you're the person who's always got to have everybody else, you know, listening to your venting and your venting never changes, pay attention to that too, because uh, that does not going to take you to a happy life, and it's not going to take you to happy relationships. Yeah, no, your relationships aren't going to be connected because of the fact that you're you're not connecting like right. venting is not connection yeah like yeah. that's the other that's another thing venting is not connecting you're all you're doing is ver word vomiting that's it it's just straight up word vomit um and you're not going to build deeper relationships you're not going to build long-lasting relationships if all you're doing is venting at other people that's not and that's also not a conversation venting word vomiting is not a conversation um, so if you really want to connect with people, you perhaps work on your conversation skills. You got to work on your communication skills. You don't want to always talk about the same thing with one person all the time. Um, there's a movie that we just watched recently where, uh, 
one scene was like one of the characters was like talking to the main character like oh i'm glad we finally talked about something other than this one thing that we always talk about and the main character's like what you want to talk about something else so like there's the other thing is like people may not like you may bond over one thing but you can also talk about other things yeah. it's not just regulated to that one thing and that's all you can talk about you know people are three-dimensional beings we're all three-dimensional beings right there's more there's different layers to us so yeah yeah so just a little recap pay attention to whether you're the interrupter or the interruptee like really pay attention to it mm -hmm. and ask for what you want to correct it and uh, pay attention to listening to understand and hear what the other person is saying yeah not to respond to them in that moment later when it's appropriate to respond come from a place of self-responsibility and respond don't react to what they've said and check in with yourself about any feelings you have coming up of reaction you know mm -hmm. we feel like uh, that's really making me mad or that's really hurting my feelings pay attention that's something inside of you and uh, have patience people have short attention spans make sure that you're paying attention to what is uh, really going on in the moment and um, your timing is a big part of that yeah and so make sure that you're making time to have the conversation you're not springing something on someone yeah. with without any kind of um, context and um, um, atmosphere where it's going to be able to be received and um, whether you're venting or listening to somebody venting pay attention to how often you're doing that mm -hmm. and not changing anything yeah and um, there might be another way to deal with this if all you can do is vent about it there might be something else you need to work on yeah so until the next time yeah. we love you Mwah. Mwah.